Hey there, Lions fans. Welcome to the M66 North Detroit Lions podcast. Coming to you from the middle of the woods this week, we're, we're, we're kind of lost. We we came no, out we're for, for Morales, yeah, and uh, yeah, and we're in a secret spot. Can't can't really say because no one gives away their spot. Oh, that's why we're lost. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Lost in, in quotes, right? And uh, Rocky is with us, and yeah, we found him out there. He, he, he's 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 telling us to just go home because it's it's too early, and uh, the weather's wrong, and they ain't ready yet, and the ticks are too bad, so it ain't worth it yet. Just uh, that's about the the local hint is local gets right. Well, it's a tough season, and when that happens, when you have that kind of a lingering cold spell that we saw here at the beginning of May, yeah, we still have you be. Yeah, we still have. Well, you had your overnight lows were in the twenties, and of course yeah. that's not good for the mushrooms. Not and, at all. And what it is with the with the morales is the uh, the soil temperature. So when the soil temperature gets to a, a certain point, it, even they can grow overnight, even if it's cold. It doesn't have to be a warm night as long as the, right. the soil is warm enough. And what we saw there was uh, the soil temperature is actually getting cold again. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's a shutdown. And, yeah. then, and then it started to warm up, and now it's dry. Yeah. So now we need rain so bad, and we finally got some rain. We got some last night. Rain all day. All day yeah, today. In this warmth here. So I think you will see... In, in places that, that will, can happen. So I, I don't want to discourage people from yeah. giving it a try uh, going forward here. Yeah. Um, Just early is I, all. For me, a lot of the, it was the, uh, we lost all the ash trees. That's what I used to find predominantly yep, most of my blacks problem. and whites. Right, um, yeah. And now you can find blacks in the popples and the whites you can find around apple trees. And what I noticed, a lot of people were finding whites in grassy areas, right. something that, I've never actually experienced, well, you know, yeah. I mean, I know that I've seen them growing in lawns, but you remember with a lawn, right. if it's treated lawn, you don't necessarily want to eat, eat those. Yeah, well, I found them out here in my lawn, and I don't put no, none of that stuff on my grass. Oh, yeah. that, that, was, that was two of the best tasted mushrooms I ever had. Yep, you know? and they're good, is, oh, and, yeah. again, but, uh, you know, you just want to take that into consideration of when you where you find them and they grow along like edges of pines too these are the whites you know we're, we're yeah. already getting into white morel season you uh, unless you go way to the north and uh, so i did notice way to the north that they did get a lot of rain uh today and, and yesterday so sure. uh, going north would be would be the ticket probably if you were a serious moreller and you really you know wanted to get in a, on it this year so. yeah okay well that well, is we the rocky report on the, the mushroom, mushroom this season and, yeah <laughs> and as, as seasons change so do seasons of the lions right and we are we've missed a lot uh from you for uh draft analysis and things like that you've been away a while uh, a lot of changes have happened right now the big news is the udfas and uh minicamp rookie minicamp is upon us of uh, the new new regime. Um, Actually, it's, it was over. It's yeah. over, what, day, Monday or well, Sunday was the last day, I yeah. think. It's, yeah, it's come to a close. Uh, yeah, and that is Randy. I should do introductions. Uh, uh, we have Tom joining us on the phone. Say hello, Tom. Hello, Tom. Hey, there we are. It's all, it's all right. There you go. Um, so, yeah, so we've got a, a full crew again uh, with guest Rocky. And... Uh, yeah, the M66 North, like I said, 
Detroit Great to Lions be here. Podcast. And yeah, Rocky, thanks for being here, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. It's, uh, I it's wish Tom to could have been here, but you know, well, that that will happen at a later date for all everybody that likes to put you know reality in a straitjacket. We'll bring Todd in. So <laughs> Ooh, that'd be a, that'd be a with Rocky. That would be cool. I think that would be fun. That'd yeah. be really fun. We might need to build a barn. Yeah. So where are we headed to with this? Where are we going next? Where are well, we going? I figure we'd get to the the uh, the UDFA's. Uh, any. Uh, and the uh, the rookie tryouts, the, uh, the five they brought in five five yep. kids for for yep. tryouts. They, I, they were I, allowed that. I, I don't know what you guys signed think. three of them. I don't know what you guys think about these undrafted free agents, but I think there's more than one possibility here to make the fifty three or the final roster. I should say because we really don't know what the final roster is going to be yet. <clears throat> uh, uh, Diedrich Mills, I think, is your number four running back. Honestly, I do. You know. <clears throat> but uh, gonna need some some snaps. Yeah, we get uh, several wide receivers. That uh, one guy I think could possibly be one of our return guys. Um, and uh, <clears throat> I'm having a hard time breathing here a little bit. Oh boy, you know, it's stuffy in here. It's but, humid. Uh, what do you want me to run down through this list and just go through the whole thing, or what do you want? What do you want to know about the undrafted free agents? Um, well, I, w I wanted to get to the five that uh, tried out and three that were signed. Okay, that would be A.J. Taylor from Wisconsin, uh, Charlie uh, Tay. Uh, I call the it Charlie. Tom Yeah, I call it Charlie T. So okay. uh, there you go. Yeah, Al Al he's from uh, where was he? Oh, Portland State. Uh, then Alex Brown from South South Carolina, who actually has played in eight games for Denver. So he's he's actually a vet, and uh, but nice. yeah, but he's fast, you know. He's got a four 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 forty, forty one inch vertical, it's, you know. He was an undrafted free agent two thousand. Whoa! Somebody's calling him. That's probably Tom. Yeah, it was Tom. Tom got cut off. You got cut off, Tom? Yeah, I cut I got cut off for a minute. Uh-oh, what happened there? You got some entrance music there. It's kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the walk-up music for the Tigers at, at the stadium when they're coming up to bat. Yeah. They get yeah. to pick their own song. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I, I think, uh, uh, what's-his-name's going to have his own song as a, a pitcher these days uh, the next time he walks out yeah. of the dugout. Uh, after last night's no-hitter yeah. uh, by the, yeah. the Tigers. Yeah, that was great. Uh, yeah, I think Turn Turnbull. Yeah, Tur Turnbull. Turnbull, yeah. Good job, good job. That is a, a rare feat. Uh, six pitchers. Uh, it's happened eight times for the the Tigers in uh, 120, 100, whatever years that they've been around. Good golly. So, but back to football now that Tom's, Tom's back with us. Yeah, Tom, you're going to have to like talk more often so we know you're still here. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, we just uh, we're bringing up the undrafted free agents. Got anything you want to say on those guys? Uh, we're not sure where you cut out. Uh, yeah, we're not exactly sure where you cut out at. So you didn't no, finish I, the I, list I, of five. It was, I was just out for a minute. Yeah. That, uh, okay. You were on Alex Brown. You were on Alex Brown, I believe. Okay. Oh so. yeah. Well, they signed Alex Brown, um, of course, late. Um, after right this week, right after the uh, rookie camp, and um, along with safety Elijah Holder and um, tight end Charlie Tumuapoa, 
There you go. Sounds yeah, good. Hey, that sounds good to me. <laughs> I just call it in Charlie T. So <laughs> we're still with T. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. Yeah. Uh, we heard it once. <laughs> yeah, if, he makes, if he makes the team, we'll put some a lot more effort into well, it. We makes, promise. If he makes the team, there's a possibility they could make him into an H back. That's uh, that was the uh, okay. That was the reasoning I, I see that for some of the reason for why why they brought him in in the first place. So. Interesting. Well, he's another tight end. Are he has six you, on that so roster you, already. Seven yeah. with uh, bringing uh, uh, Hunter Bryant back. Or Hunter, yeah, was it Bryant? Yeah, yeah. Bryant. Yeah, he's on IR. Yeah. yeah. Golly. So, yeah, so we got a lot of tight ends. You know, almost makes you think like they're going to go with more than three, you know, which which possibly could be why they only go with maybe five five running backs or five right wide receivers, you know. I wouldn't mind spreading it around a bit. Yeah. Um, there's, I don't know, with the wide receiver core being pretty, what do they call it, threadbare, uh, I don't know if you need to go five, six, deep, six, seven deep or whatever the heck they've done well, in yeah, that's what previous say, years. If you bring in an extra tight end, there's your number six wide receiver, you know? Right. <coughs> so that could be what they do. Yeah. Mostly a blocker at this point, too, uh, a lot of the times for that tight end. Well, yeah, you would think under normal circumstances, but if you if you're going to be down a, a playmaker or a pass catcher, you want a guy out there that has a tight end to take his place that you know that could probably actually play that outside spot, you know. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, that'll, well, it's going to be interesting. Any comments on that, Tom? No, not really. Um, yeah, it's uh, we'll just have to wait and see. Both these, both of the defensive backs have been. Um, actually uh, came out, what, two years ago? And um, so they've had some experience in the league on practice squads uh, um, and, and uh, playing a few, in a few games. So, you know, that's a good thing. That helps. That, you know, adding more depth there. Yeah, definitely need a little more depth. And it, the, the core seems to be bigger this year uh, with, with uh, the addition of Melifonwu and uh, Quentin Dunbar, uh, they're big, big corners, tall. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some of our, most of our corners are bigger than our safeties. Right. <laughs> yeah, they are. Uh, back to when we had, uh, Quinn as a safety. Kind of a well, I might, smaller I might, guy. I might bring I up know. too, that might be by design, Tommy, because I think a lot of these quarterbacks that they brought in, they bring it in to possibly try out for safety you know i, I think uh, a lot a lot of these because I, I do i have With a lot UDFAs. of notes here from these udfas that yeah they could probably switch this guy to you know to safety and this you know there, there was like two or three of those guys that that they they call them defensive backs or they call them quarterbacks you know what they, they, they could possibly switch, switch to safety competition for for a hybrid guy that's a safety linebacker type Right, and they did bring one guy in for that, for that big tight too. Uh, you wonder how much uh, he'll be, in, uh, someone like that would be involved. Right, right. It creates competition, and it also you have to consider that uh, they they could be special teams prospects as well. Right. Yeah, you're right, and youth is always is a big push right now. I think too. Well, right. Well, a guy like D'Angelo Amos. I mean, you know. 
he that guy him down here is a, as a special teams guy. You know, like I don't know if he returns punts or or kickoffs, but he he they called him a special team specialist. You know, so I guess he needs a little work on his DB, but but. Well, it could be he's a he could be a good tackler, you know. So well, it could be two, it could be a gutter too. But I, I think he returns. I think he, they call him a returner. Oh, return. okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh I mean, so he has that. I see. Well, yeah, they yeah. called it. Yeah, one guy called him a return specialist, ah. and they called him another guy called him special teams. So yeah, so okay. it, it works the same, yeah. you know. I, I know it I is. Yeah, I think this guy has actually yeah used him in both cases as a gunner and as a returner. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, because yeah, he is he, pretty he fast. doesn't come off the field on, on any special teams. Agnew, Agnew did that a bit, too. He, he was a good gunner. Yep, yep. Wow, awesome. Yeah. Now, another guy, I guess, that stuck out in these little mini camp that we had was Drake Jackson, the center. I guess from what Eric Schlitz said that his quickness in these hand drills or, or uh, what is one-on-ones they called them, and, uh, uh -huh. he, yeah, he said he really made him stand out with with uh, with those drills. So you know, that's another you know, a drafted free agent guy, supposedly undersized center that uh, that you know that from Kentucky, of course. That, you know, I don't know if you guys ever watched any film on him or not, but I'm he not. gets inside. He gets inside with his hands, and he can take that guy no matter where he wants him. You know, bully. Yeah, it's and, bullies. He's really got a good first step. That you know, he might he might actually you know, I know that we don't really necessarily need a, a center, but you know I would say he will definitely come back to the practice squad because I'd like to see what he could do at guard. You know, guard's because, an interesting position. Yeah, which which brings us to Tommy Kramer, another guy that I think's got a very, very good chance to make this team. Uh, don't you think so, Tom? Um, Tommy Kramer, yeah. Um, he's the he's the guard out of Notre Dame, isn't he? Correct. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I he probably does. I mean, he he might come in and be better than Stenberg right out of the gate. Correct. Yeah. That that's what I think. There's a lot of questions around Stenberg. You know. It, it, but, you know, Hank Franklin coming back, that could either be good for him, like I mentioned last week, but on the other hand, it could be bad for him, too, you know, yeah. so. He, yeah, since they never trusted him to put him out there, um, it, it doesn't sound like it's real good. <laughs> it doesn't sound good. <laughs> right, yeah. But but then again, you you know, how, how far could we trust the last regime anyway with that, the, that kind of thing, you yeah, know? Yeah, you could easily be seeing a lot more, uh, turnover from from last year's roster yet still, uh, so you know we shouldn't be surprised with with things like that. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. you know, it, you know that that kind of brings us back around to the what we were talking about before the way uh, the wide receivers. Uh, I guess Sage Surratt looks really good. He he made a couple of nice passes, and I guess uh, Jonathan Adams also. But uh, have anybody heard anything about? Uh, Javon McKinley, that guy that they gave him what, like hundred k for signing bonus. I or, thought that was Adams that they gave something. No, that that's Jonathan do. McKinley. Is that was McKinley? There were two. McKinley, McKinley. I think Adams got like thirty two grand 
There are thirty. Somebody got 30. yeah. Somebody got thirty-five, and somebody got a hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thirty-five was Adams. I got yeah. McKinley there down as a hundred. So, but okay, yeah. okay. So, I, and like I said, I don't know. You know who's doing any good. I didn't see anything on McKinley. I, I I read one little article that said Jonathan Adams said you know I, I think he he like caught a pass that could have gone for six or something like that or 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 something I don't know but uh, one guy that didn't play was Rakeem Boyd I don't know he sat out the last day of practice I don't know I, I he's a running back I don't think there's really room for him I think if he's going anywhere on this team it'll be to the practice squad but. I don't know why he got held out of that last day of practice. Or I don't know if he even practiced the whole camp, you know. Honestly, I hadn't seen anything out of him. No, I don't think he did. So, yeah. It, yeah, we are. It was probably, you know, some injury-related thing that they just didn't want to put him in there. But, I mean, I mean, enough to where he couldn't really even go through walkthroughs. But they're still, they get some physical parts of the camp. And they, they, you know, if there's somebody that really can't go for some reason, then, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, it's too bad that he didn't. We'd like to have seen, you know, him work as well. Yeah. You know, I, so that's I, a disappointment, I, and that will definitely probably set him back a little bit. Well, injuries ended his senior year after six games, you know. So it could, it could be, that was at, at, at Arkansas, you know, so it, it, that could be the same injury, but you never know, you know. So yeah, we don't we don't really know yeah. what's going on right now. Yeah, at least they're they're showing up and they're trying to get a job, and uh, that's all. That's the first thing you can ask of a guy. Yeah, um, exactly. And we we are talking the the rosters up to what ninety eight or or not ninety eighty nine or something. <laughs> I like think that. we're at ninety though. Are, are we ninety? I, I, I think we're at eighty nine. Are we at eighty nine? Yeah. So. Okay. You know, it's, you're going to have some of that. In, oh, in, they're saving that one spot for Julio Jones? I got to say. I, or or I, maybe it's going to be the uh, the assistant coach that's been throwing all the passes oh, for, for Tater the Tater Ekstrom. Yeah, yeah Ekstrom. Yeah. Our, our uh, fourth QB. Yeah, our fourth, yeah, QB number four. Yeah. Tater so Ekstrom, that, yeah. You know, it says a little something where with all these tryouts and everything that they – They've done with the UDFAs. Uh, I think Washington had 16, 16 guys, and the Lions brought in 32 or right around there, and none of those 32 were quarterbacks. They yeah. didn't figure they they needed to have a rookie around. They didn't need to bring Blau over. Uh, it was an interesting choice. I mean, sure, it, it's just walkthroughs. Well, right, right, but they but, have they had like three coaches who played quarterback. You right. know, yeah, it's kind of fun. Say, so, yeah, Burdell stepped up, threw a couple. Then Randall L came up, threw a couple. But I guess the star of the show was Tanner Ingstrom came in, the, through the majority <laughs> of them. So, yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of fun. It, it's a little different, uh, but it gets the coaches involved. It sees the the players seeing the coaches. Uh, Having a little competition between the even the three of those guys throwing their passes. Well, and little and they did do. And they did the same thing with the offensive line. They didn't have any. They didn't have enough offensive linemen there for the defensive because they had, you know, a a, key, a, a, a Liam and and uh, yeah Levi were there, so they didn't have anybody to practice against. You know, so a couple coaches uh, 
uh, the quality control coach, uh, Penai, what's got the Dante or oh. something? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like sure. the he's like the uh, uh, William Clay Ford uh, uh, minority coach or something like that. And then uh, Deontay Pinnell. Yeah, Deontay Pinnell. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, Oliver, the other guy is what came in and played the other. Steve guy. Oliver. Steve the Oliver. Offensive yeah. quality control coach. Yeah, they're they're just walking through. There are no pads, you know. It's, but but it, it gave one on one time for the coaches uh, that to to you know for their guys to show the defense. Okay, you need to do this or that. You know, blah blah blah. It was one on one coaching. It was pretty cool. You know, so. So everybody chipped in. It was awesome. Uh, it was a great first mini camp. You Sounds know, like a neat, neat little team atmosphere they got going there. Hey, what do we got next? Is it just just uh, rookies and quarterbacks? Uh, sauna time, I think. <laughs> oh, sauna time. Hot tub time. It's nice to be getting back to normal. You know, actually having a mini camp. You know, and right. Yeah. Yep. So much was disrupted and, and skipped. Or had to be skipped over. You know, this is just a great sign. You know that uh, that is, that looks like uh, entire season coming up. Yeah, and plus, you know, they they took away one of the preseason games, but they made it. A they regular, made the extra game. Yeah, they made a regular season, and that game, has so. nothing to do with COVID. They were no. planning that anyway. So yeah. players yeah, were asking for it anyway. I mean, because it's, it's like you know, if you're going to be out there putting your body on the line, you want to be doing it for something that's worthwhile. You know. Well, for me, you know, they. The league had been, you know, trending towards overseas games, right? I mean, oh, yeah. you saw that. Yeah. yeah. And so now you know that it, by adding an extra game, uh, even if your team has to play overseas or Mexico or Canada or wherever else, at least uh, the, the home will still have eight games. So that way they don't have to disrupt a season ticket holder's amount of games. Oh, yep. that's a good point. Yeah. 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 The, the, the team can still make that eight games worth of money. Right. And Because and, I was wondering, okay, before they added this extra game, as being a seasonal ticket holder, with you know, what would happen if the Lions were going to have a home game in England as a season ticket holder? What happens to my eighth game? And am I, am, I paying, am I paying the full price anyway? Right. And but, that was my question. It never happened. Right. And now with, this alleviates that possibility. Right. So yeah. with that, I'll, I'll never know what it was going to be. But I, I guess the question would be to go back and find out some of the teams that did lose home games. In Jacksonville. Work. Yeah, there's been plenty, several of them, and right. I don't know. I'm, I never did check to see. Okay, what, what, how did they uh, compensate? The, yeah, the uh, season ticket holders there, or were they offered tickets to go overseas? And if you didn't, well, too bad. Uh, you could, you know, we got, we offered. Yeah, well, who's to say those tickets didn't even work in England or? I, right, uh, you know, I know. So. Yeah, yeah, and and I'm sure there's answers to that. And uh, you know, to bring it up now and having not researched it is like wow. It just, but it just popped in my mind. It's like hey, but. Some teams did, must have lost, you know, they lost out on a home game. Right, uh, yeah. or, or some, you know, fans did anyway. Yeah, so. and they definitely lost the revenue. I mean, they get TV revenue still from, you know, whatever, England or... So CBS. it just, it, it totally made sense, you know, yeah. when they added the extra game, that now, you know, it's not going to be an issue. Yeah. For it, season ticket holders. Should be, yeah. At all. That extra game this year is Denver. Right. Yeah. At so, Denver. At, at Denver. Denver. Yeah. Yeah. But we kept the preseason game. So right. we next get, year we it'll be a home two. game. Right. So there'll be right. nine home games next year. Yeah. 
And but you may and, only have those one London game. You may only have one home preseason. Oh yeah, we might have to play overseas next year. Yeah. So yeah. we may miss out on the ninth home game as we go to London, and then we have the ninth game is away. You know, so there you go. Yeah. So many possible scenarios. Right. Yeah, but does that that does that have something to do with your your record, your win loss record, or whether you have to go play overseas or not? Uh, no, no, not really. No, no. Um, you know how the schedule kind of bounces around. You play certain divisions, right. and then there's always the swing game where you play a certain team in a certain division that finished third. If you finish third, right. you're playing that third team. That's like you know you're gonna play you're gonna play one division from probably the AFC, and you're gonna play all those teams. But then you also are gonna have a, a swing game, as I mentioned. Right. And you know, so it just depends on. Imagine what, how they decide who's playing where, you know, as far as yeah. that goes. Imagine every team having one international game a year and there be, being 16 international games, basically almost one a week, and that makes 32 teams. Everyone's got an international game somewhere. Yeah. It's you, not you, inconceivable. Like that's going to happen, yeah. yeah. So it'd be Lions a scheduling are, nightmare, but. The Lions are playing in Israel. Yeah. They're going to. They're going to be dodging uh, yeah. <laughs> activity. Dodging misses. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that beats caging a lion down at Ford Field. Uh, like they were talking about this week with uh, oh, yeah, Dan yeah. Campbell's uh, appearance that, that on lion. Uh, yeah. podcast. Yeah, that was. And Peter got involved, and they, they sent Dan Campbell a, a stuffed lion as a as a oh, as geez. a little present. Oh, right. Uh, and, a, and a letter on uh, the ethics of of. Pettery? Is that is that a word? Oh my goodness! Uh, <laughs> responsible pet. Dan sitting yeah. there probably not on a turkey leg yet, going, "Yeah, uh huh." <laughs> no, but he he even mentioned it on, on that podcast that yeah. Uh, that yeah, that's uh, I don't think Peter would allow that. He said so. Yeah. He opened the door. <laughs> so, but uh, back to football. Anything else? Uh, well, you know, if you want to round off this list, that. Uh, there was another guy that I think, you know, if they, if they do carry extra tight ends, you know, which I think they will, Jake Hosman uh, from Ohio State, you know, he's more of that catcher type, and he's a good blocker, too. You know who I'm talking about, right, Tommy? Yeah. Yeah. Cheers, tight ends. 6'4", 255, had 95 receptions for 1,349 yards and 17 touchdowns at Ohio State. You know, with, with for as many playmakers as that team had, that's that's quite quite a quite a feat, actually. You know. Yeah, that was like you know over what three years or whatever. Yeah, well, he's a senior, probably four. Yeah. But yeah, he's a solid kid and a good yeah good blocker. Yeah. Um, you know, all these guys. I mean, this roster is not. I mean, it's thin in, in certain areas. So all these all these kids have an opportunity to come in and show what they've got, and and, and get an opportunity to uh, perhaps get some time on the team. So you know, we're, we're, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing these guys. Uh, when's their mandatory mini camp? Yeah, that one June? coming up. There's one coming up. I think it's rookies. Oh, is it just rookies and, and quarterbacks? And... Well, that's no. I don't know. I don't know. I thought that yeah. was coming up shortly here, like within the next week or two. 
Okay, well, I thought we were, we were like into OTAs that we basically have already missed, but we have a mandatory mini camp for okay. the whole team, don't we, in that first part of June? All right, see, everything's changed. I probably don't know what I'm talking about. So, you know, so go ahead, carry on, Tom. There might be. <laughs> well, I was asking. He's yeah, asking. Yeah. It sounds uh, about right. You know, does anybody else have any ideas on that? I don't currently. Yeah, I kind of, I think you're right. Uh, yeah, that it's uh, the first part of June, and then that's like three weeks or something, and then you kind of take a little time off and you come back. Yeah, now that I think about it a little <laughs> bit, I think I think you're right. I think I did see something, but I can't confirm what I read. So, but right. yeah, like like the first of June, right around the first first of June or the first week of June or something. I can't mm -hmm. I, I can't confirm that. Tom. Cannot confirm. Can't confirm that. Oh, oh, or deny. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, I think that's probably enough on the UDFAs. I, I do think that we're actually looking at three or four guys that could be look, making the team. As opposed yeah, to myself usually going, it's like zero or one guys. Yeah, well, see, that's, that's why like, I keep saying it. Yeah. This is why I'm so into the undrafted well, free agents. Well, I am more so this year, but usually I'm like, yeah, the yeah. over-under is one and a half, and I'm going with the root, under. I always root for the underdog. I always root for the underdog. You, you hope that they will find that hidden gem in there. Yes. And, and it always seems like all the quality franchises, they seem to have those kinds of players, and you're watching the game on, Mon on prime time, Monday Night Football, right. and here's this undrafted free agent, you know, intercepting the ball and taking it in for a touchdown. Yeah, exactly. You see that, and it, it, you just wonder, hey, when are the Lions going to be able to scout, draft, find these hidden gems, and do it consistently, right, well, and then and then become that franchise, and that's what we want. That's right. what we're. That's what we want. And, oh, and, absolutely. It, and and every time we get a new GM, and maybe this maybe this GM who appears to be um, a talented college football, um, you know, uh, evaluator. Right. Yeah. It, it, there's nothing more important. No, I mean, well, in, in in defense of you know. We do have a couple guys coming back this year that were undrafted free agents from previous regimes, like Mike Ford. They signed him to a contract. So, oh yeah, oh he's, know, what, what a great, he's, he's been yeah. a what a depth player. He yeah, is. Kevin Strong coming back again to play. You know, so yeah. you know it's not like uh, you know like all, all undrafted free agents are busts. You know, and, and I don't see them as that way. Any, especially in the last five years, the undrafted free agent has really made made a, a strong showing in the NFL. Yeah. And, and I follow that. I, I love that. That's well, if you, have a, if you have a strong college evaluator and he has these players on, on his radar and he sees at the end, at the end of the draft, oh, hey, yeah. you know, here, oh, yeah. look at these guys are still here. We're bringing them in. Yeah, we want this guy, this guy, this and, guy. And, and the better the evaluator, the better chance of you finding a hidden gem yeah. in those players, yep. right? I mean, yep. so maybe, maybe so. You know, Man, I lost diamond on Patricia Hill. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I know uh, it's it's been a while, but I know Tom's mentioned that there, there's kind of a, a percentage that you want of of youth, of just say age on your roster and uh, UDFA to uh, drafted guy. You know the. Excuse me. The the percentage there of UDFA's needs to be at a certain level to be a a, a good young 
growing team. Right. right. That's and, why I was so so and that's excited been out of whack year. for a while. Makes right. sense. That's why I was so excited about this year because of of our Brad Hobbs' ability to to evaluate talent. It, it, it's just it's, it, it, it just it helps your your um, your your bottom line. It help, helps your uh, your, your cap, cap situation your, your to depth. where you've got these three or four UDFAs that that are cheap. Yeah. <laughs> and then when they're good, they're still cheap. You know, well, and they've been around a while and they're still cheap. And and you know, so you yeah, gotta, there's only certain positions filter these kids that you in. can do that with because if. You get you get a running back, undrafted free agent running back. He comes in, he kicks butt. You give a he's still kicking butt after his second contract. You know you're gonna give him a third contract? No, nah, probably not. You're gonna let him go. You know because you just brought in. You have to trust your evaluators, your talent <laughs> trusters. You know your your guys that are evaluating your talent. And well, you bring in another undrafted free agent. You know, it doesn't say. Anything. Well, for me, um, with the draft, in, you know, in itself, uh, to me, Brad Holmes, I like how, you know, all these other uh, franchises are looking at the SEC, right? The SEC is the big uh, draw. That's where everybody's, like, focusing. And Brad Holmes seems like he was just focusing everywhere else, um, you know, especially out west, but, but all over the place, right, too. Yeah. And I really like that. It's kind of the parallel that I make. It's like when the Detroit Red Wings, okay, at first they had a bunch of Russian players, and they were really good. And then they went forward while everybody, all the other teams started looking at the Russian, uh, looking at, at Russian players. Yeah. They went and drafted all Swedes. Yeah. And then they had another great team. You know, they had another great team after that. So, you know, as a, as a parallel to that, that's what I think we're seeing here. I think you got Brad Holmes, and he has... Uh, you know, so much experience out west. I don't want to say it's it's overlooked out there, uh, but I just don't think it's a, as, as as focused as much. You right, know, as as a much of a focus. He, he, that was his job. He was a talent evaluator. He 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 was a scout. He he an area an area college scout. That was his job. Coming into this draft, that was good for us because he's been doing this for L.A. You know, for since last draft, you know, that comes to Detroit and brings that, or absolutely brings that here. So it'll be interesting where the next draft is, where his scouts, you know, because after this draft, they did they they let you know, like three three four scouts go, and then I see today that uh, oh another kid another guy uh, took off out of our scouting department, oh. Roman Roman Pfizer. Uh, mm. Well, yeah, that's right. okay with some, me. They, right. When I heard that uh, one of their scouts, a senior scout, has been with the team since 1998, and I'm thinking of all the bus teams we've had since 1998, I'm like, what is this guy still doing around? And I can't tell you his name, and I don't want to ruffle anyone's feathers in, you know, within the organization, but to me it just seems like he is sort of a... Uh, like it's politics. Like right. he's got a job through politics, through the organization, rather than. You think it goes like that? Yeah, I think I, it possibly can. There's it, a it, couple it, guys out there that been there like for 14, 15, 16 years, and it's like, you know, this one guy. You know, I think he's doing good. I think the reason they brought him back is because he's good at what he does. But I, I don't know anything about politics on the inside stuff. But you, on the other hand, being a ticket holder, well, season, well, well not really. Not really. I'm, I'm just a, like observing. Deal with it, though. You I'm deal observing with it. from this, like my position, just saying, hey, you know, how come 
why why do we have a scout? These guys, there should be a turnover of scouts like there is coaches if you're not if the team is not performing. And and if that goes on and on and on, and then you need, I think you really need to have a revolving door right. to find the scouts that are, are going to be you know well, worthy of that position. A lot of times, GMs have their favorite guys, you know, just like coaches do. You know, okay, I, I got, I'm going to be a head coach. I'm going to bring this guy in to be my running back coach, or this guy can be this and that. And I think it goes the same way with with players, or I mean, uh, with scouts. With scouts, yeah, yeah. Okay, so then, so then, but then when a scout is a scout for an organization and goes through several GM changes and several coaching changes, and that scout is still there, that's what makes me think. It's politics, in well, other words. It very well he, could be. That's, 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 that was my... Friend of the odor or Yeah, right. right. There's like some connections in right. there. Right, family politics. Yeah, gotcha. that's okay. where, yeah. They did seem to have a, a respected scouting department, Detroit did, um, for the last few years. Um, to whatever, to what extent, you know. Uh, well, it's hard <laughs> that, for me, it's hard for me to respect it with the results that we've it's, had. Right, you yeah. Know, so, I mean, it's, I mean okay, yeah, it's, maybe the rest of the league is saying... Oh, you guys got good scouts. Maybe they they like it this way because right. that way they don't have to worry great, about great the lines. guys. They're just you yeah. Know, oh, you guys got great scouts. Yeah. You know, you're picking, keep it like picking it the is. guys that I wanted. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's yeah. too bad you're not making well, them get their full potential. Hey, and I think I, that's I, right well, now. You know, you, and I have to agree with you, Rocky, because you know, like your team, like Tom and I have said several times, you got to turn your team over every seven years. You're, you know, all your players. You know. And maybe maybe that's true also with with your front office people too. You know, turn the whole thing over. But yeah, when I when I look back now, you know, of course we were all uh, very optimistic with Bob Quinn coming in, and unfortunately, when you look back on it now, um, he didn't turn out to be you know what we were hoping exactly. <laughs> he wasn't a college scout, right? Like he you wasn't. You know, and, and here's my point. Here's my point. Now, just like I said, well, the rest of the league is telling. Telling you, oh, Lions scout, oh, these guys are respectable, da 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 da, because they don't want to, they don't want the Lions to be any better. So I don't know when, when I don't know when we were plucking a guy out of the New England organization if they were like, hey, hey, uh, Bill, yeah, the Lions are gonna try to, they want to come find a GM out of here, I'll give him Quinn. We would try, we figure yeah, a way to get quit. Try to figure out a way to get rid of that guy anyway. This is perfect. <laughs> I, I blame that on the guy who was doing all the interviews. I blame that on the guy that was interviewing everybody. You know, he did three interviews, three final interviews, and Quinn was one of the three, and that was it. That's all he interviewed. Yeah, yeah, I forget that. You know, but we didn't give him a whole lot of time. And what I can't remember his name. Is it like? Like Anadas, Anadasi, or something, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. but but oh, uh, you yeah, remember I played Tom? him for all that. Oh, okay. I, it was Quinn. Well, I played him for Quinn. Well, it was you know? Ernie Acorsi. Acorsi. Yeah. And this is the guy that the the Lions went to the league. Yeah. Right? They go yeah. to the league and say, we need help. You know, we the Martha, franchise wants to turn around. Martha went to the league yeah. say, hey, look, you know, so I don't know what's does, going on what here, but i got to do? do something. Right. Yeah, what do they, they do? They, they screwed her. Yeah, <laughs> they, pretty much, they, they screwed her. They had, I guess they had to pay that guy like a, like a million dollars or something, you know, yeah. for a year's salary I, to... Make what does he do? This, they, okay, they, uh, go. To, uh, okay, New England. This guy, and then what does he do? We went over to New England and said, "Hey, who do you guys got?" And then that's where Bill says, "Quack, get rid of that guy." But try to get rid of him anyway. So no, I mean, yeah. I, well, I, I tell you, I, I, I endorse this move. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I don't blame 
Patricia as much as I blame Quinn for everything, but I don't think Quinn or Patricia really, you know, well, he came on wrong in the beginning, and he just got a raw deal, I think, right right from the start. Well, he and, did coming out of the gate, and what it was, I really believe that, you know, you had a team um, that did well, you know, uh, and, you know, all of a sudden your head coach is going to be replaced by Matt Patricia, and he's going to come in with a different philosophy. And, you know, the coach that you've, you know, you yeah. rallied around is now gone. And so now you're changing it over, yeah. and, and, and he's coming in with a different sort of uh, idea, yeah, the, way, the way it's going to should go. And, you culture know. shock is what it was, yeah. it basically. Yeah. You know, they wanted, you yeah, wanted, well, and we needed a change. Everyone said that's good and you need a change. And... Uh, well, Jim Caldwell, it, it was though, was a really respected coach. I mean, yeah, as far as he was, was a player's coach. Yeah. He was a player's coach. You know, he any anytime, you know, a player, you know, had a little whip, he he could talk to Jim about it very easily. Yeah. It you know, just it, it was it was the, the seven and nine, nine and seven every year, every year, every year. That's what they figured it was gonna be. And so they'd bring in someone else and let's get a different attitude and and that's they what they did. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it unfortunately it didn't work, but it, it got us away from where we had been. And now look at where we're at. This is this is this is really an interesting time. Uh, I mean, just balls out right now. It's, well, it's uh, in my opinion. Well, you know, you know and, and comes we're all very optimistic and as we always are when we get a new regime coming in. And eventually at some point we're gonna get the we're gonna get the right guy in here and it's, they're gonna they're gonna change it around I, I, and, it's the vibe to be yeah it's the vibe it's all brand new you know and it feels good yeah. doesn't feel like it did when quinn and patricia come in yep. it didn't feel like when when uh they did the regime change with mayhew and i, and, I agree i like their i like the coaching staff that they set up oh, i think that coaching staff is really going to make a, a huge difference in coaching these players up, bringing them along. They, to, me, to me, they, they, set, they set the coaches up in such a way as where the same way I play chess. You know, power on power. I don't move my man one spot unless I got another guy there protecting him. And that's pretty much what these coaches got going on. If they, don't, if they have a question about something, there's somebody there they can fall back on with the answer. I mean, Detroit has never had a book of answers. They've had all kinds of questions, but they've never had a book of answers. And now this coaching staff is their book of answers because of the history, just what they got. It's it's phenomenal to me. It's like the greatest of coaching staff in Detroit history. It's by committee. <laughs> yeah. And I love it. Absolutely. I, mean, yeah. I think, you know, with Brad Holmes, what he's done so far, just think, next year, let's say the Lions, okay, uh, when, you, when you see what the – Odds makers are, are pointing to for the Lions this year, and that's okay. We understand because yeah. we know what they have banked right. as far as draft picks go, right? So now we're looking at two first round draft picks next year and two first round draft picks the, the year after. Yeah, that's right that's there to power adding to what you already have. You have a lot of options going forward. Yeah, I think Dan Campbell's going to get that Lion, honestly. I do. <laughs> so, but you know, if, if the Lions say, only have, get five wins or four or three. It's not the end of the world because yeah. you, you're seeing the, the, the resurgence of, of the Washington football team, and they had to go through that too. They had to get to draft their lines to strengthen their, the, both lines to make them a formidable threat for their division. 
And they had to do it that way, and it's not pretty. Uh, well, you, you lose some games yeah. at the beginning, and that you know we're going to go through that. But that's going to make all of our draft picks going forward that that much higher. I honestly think that they're going to win more than three or four games. I think we're going to win more than we won last year. But it just just because I want, I don't want, I don't want to listen to the naysayers going. I told you so. I told you so. Well, I know. Mine sock. Mine sock. You, you know, know, when you look at it, though, shit, when you look you know? at it, it's okay. You know, it would be, you know what would be okay for me? It would. What would be okay for me was if they were to limit the amount of carries that DeAndre Swift got this year. Just knowing that the team really is, is not a playoff caliber team as of yet. And if you did that, you can, like, kind of back off at some of the impact on a running back. Right. I don't know that you ever that teams ever approach it that way. It seems like they, they go to through every game to try to win. So you pull out all the stops. Exactly. But if yeah. it were me, I'd sandbag. I would be trying to, you know, keep some of those carries off off that running back, you know, going well, forward. See well, that's, that's that fourth round that UDFA that Yeah, that's why I say we I we got I think this year we we, we get take on four running backs. And, and and then plus plus Kavinda as the fullback because I think Kavinda is going to beat Alpon. I really do. Um, but but yeah, Diedrich. I think there you got four. You get with with four four running backs is Swift, uh, uh, Jamal Williams. Williams. Oh, I love that guy. You know, mm-hmm. I'm almost wondering if he's going to be the starter. You know, instead of Swift. But I think it'll probably be committee. And then uh, the, the other uh, the one that we drafted Jefferson. And then this this uh, drafted free agent Daedric. Those are the four that I predicted that make the team. You know, of course we only got five, five running backs on the squad right now. Anyway, I mean, you know, Rakeem, other than what Rakeem Boyd, but we don't. I don't know what's going on with him. So just just I, uh, to let Tom know, we're at the we got fifteen minutes left. So the, uh, I want to also remind listeners that Tom is here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tom, Tom kind of got got in a bad in the bad under bad weather here, so we're gonna probably. He said it'd be better for him to not go out. It is a nasty night out, and uh, so you know, <laughs> under the weather. Under the weather. Well, I was hoping he was gonna be here. I got all dressed up for him. Yeah, you did. See, I got, <laughs> well, I got yeah, lion. I miss you, Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> I got lion's hat, t-shirt, some. Uh, Cargo nice. Honolulu blue cargo shorts. Oh, he's all decked up. Lions socks and my uh, Lions t- tennis shoes too, all the way. So. Game day apparel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's, if he gets pulled Perfect. over on the way home, cops are gonna definitely take him to jail. That was, that was exactly <laughs> it. I, I was like, I'm limiting my stops on my way over there because people are gonna be looking at me funny. The <laughs> <laughs> <in> rain. <laughs> Uh, oh boy! So, well, so Rocky, what? Uh, sorry, Randy. Don't go ahead. Cut go you ahead. off. Go uh, what did you think about uh, the first round pick? What were you thinking going into the draft? Because I haven't really talked to you since since then. Okay. Well, for me, um, you know, if Trey Lance would have been available, then I would have grabbed him anyway. Even though you know you needed a guard, um, but then when he wasn't, then going with Sewell. That was would have been my strategy exactly. Right. 
and no one knew that the 49ers were going to take Trey Lance. That was a shock, Every, you know. Yeah, uh, I, I, I felt that for yeah, sure. I, yeah, I know. I, there was something brewing. It's just yeah, they, they were trying to switch. It, right. it was a smoke it was screen. A lot of smoke I loved it, what yeah. they did when they took Sewell. And then to grab two, not one, but two defensive tackles after that, I was like, oh, bingo. And, and, and basically the two best offense or defensive tackles in yeah. the draft. Now, I did see, uh, did you see, I don't know if any of you guys saw the highlights of him playing baseball. I saw a where, yeah, one, of, one of those defensive tackles. He's a lefty. He, he hit the ball out. McNeil. Yeah, yeah. McNeil. Big deal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, so that's good hand-eye coordination right oh, there, yeah. playing hardball. He just got he just got too big to play hardball. Well, here's a scenario, too, that uh, my friend Todd brought up. Our friend Todd. Uh, by the way, everybody, Todd says hi. Hello, yeah, friend you know, of the show. Akeeb, Akeeb was, uh, uh, or why well, I keep calling him Akeeb, I don't know, Aleeb. Aleem Was also a running back. In high school. Oh, oh right, right. All right. Yeah. Well, you know, how's what's the possibility of the Lions bringing back a refrigerator Perry play? You know, <laughs> exactly. He'd be the guy to do it with. Well, right? and, and a guy like that who has carried the ball will have a nose for the ball. Exactly. On D. So oh, yeah. if he gets a chance at a bat, you know, bat down pass and run it in, yeah. you know, what I mean, catch oh, an yeah. interception. Those guys, if they find a way, Force they find rules. a way to get to the oh, end zone, time. even though they they can't. They're not running backs anymore, but you know, they're still sniffing it out. Well, I tell you, I you think know? that would be really. Cool. We'll put him in if like fullback is either going to block going on short yardage or uh, or or just hand that son of a gun the freaking ball. <laughs> Let him go. <laughs> Line him up in the backfield yeah. as a fullback. And the refrigerator, the uh, the fridge play, we'll call that. You know, yeah. short snap it to him. But <laughs> but no, that, that was something Todd Webby brought up. I think that would be kind of cool. You know, because yeah, because he really. All those guys, the first three guys that we got in this draft, you know, Trish guys, they get, they're get they multi-talented. They play everywhere. They do it all. It's yeah. cool. And I, I th what was your uh, big uh, – I'm talking to Tom. Uh, <laughs> I'm using my eye contact, but he's not there. Tom, you uh, awake? Yes. You awake, Tom? <laughs> I sure am. Uh, what, what was your big beef about uh, Bob Quinn's drafting? <laughs> I think it was something to do with uh, a lack of defensive tackles. <laughs> right. Sure, sure. I mean, and sure. I mean, we made up for that. Huh? Line. He overdrafted the offensive line and, and pretty much ignored the defensive line. So, you know, that's just the way that went. You know, when you think about it, the best cure for a secondary is a pass rush, right? Sure, I mean, absolutely. I mean, your secondary automatically gets better yeah. if you have a pass rush. You what, know? They, what they quarterbacks hate is a good pass rush right up the middle. So you can you can see him, you know, uh, next in subsequent drafts, right? Going linebacker two that can rush, right? But and, and linebackers that can also uh, defend against a pass. You know, you're gonna you get a, a hybrid linebacker, and you also get a linebacker who can, you know, basically come up and stuff the edge or stuff inside. You, yeah. you gotta you gotta kind of be able to mix and match on that. So uh, you can see. Going forward, they're gonna they're gonna continue to to you know bolster those areas. And it's good to see. It feels good, <laughs> and I'm really excited uh, for uh, Melifonwu and uh, Jermar Jefferson. And gosh, and there's one other in there that I haven't mentioned. Uh, uh, yeah, the wide receiver. There you go, Amon Ra St. Brown. And, and all these guys, I kind of expect to be starting by sometime next year. You know, that's mm -hmm. six guys, six starters. You know what I think would be no a, fluff. What would be a great thing for you guys, right? Um, 
would be to maybe attend uh, the uh, training camp if it's open this year. You're now. not kidding. I, you now, go, you're going to take us to training I'm gonna camp? I'm going to take you guys to training camp. I can take up to four. I can, you you're know, kidding me. Yeah, no, absolutely. Oh, so, would be and usually what I do is I try to go to a Tiger game that night. You know what I mean? Because the right training camp's yeah. usually in the day, and then I go to a Tiger game. And the only training camp that I experienced was when New England was practicing, you know, with oh, the Lions. Right. Yeah, and yeah. The, the highlight of that whole scenario, of course, we were not allowed to take any pictures or video or right, anything. Right, yeah. I mean, they really refrained. They got on you if they saw a camera start to prop up. So, uh, But I, was, I got to watch Tom Brady, right, stones throw away doing one-on-one -on -one drills with the receivers nice at Allen, at Allen Park. Sweet. And it was really cool because, I mean, I, but I can't take a picture. Right. You know, I can't yeah. show it to anybody. Well, um, we don't have that problem this year. I guess they uh, this regime has been wide open to the press. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, before they even got going, that. Yeah, know. you they never know. Well, it was New England. England. They were like, right. yeah. 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 true, but still, yeah. that, this would uh, <laughs> When Campbell addressed the media first thing in the morning before before camp started, he he wrote him through the whole thing. You know, he said, "We're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this," and 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 answered all their questions. Yeah. So you know, this this regime is going to be so much more open about what's going on, a lot more transparent. And it's like I think that's what a lot of these fans, they're so so much hate going on because this these previous regimes have been. So stingy un and closed, transparent. You know, uh, yeah. The thing about the the Not season the season ticket package is kind of one of the perks because it's free. I mean, they also have free dates for open to the public, but they have separate ones for the season right. ticket holders yeah, where you right. don't have quite the crowd, you know, and it's easier to take make you you know you're getting in. Right. In other uh, words, if you're if you don't know how many people are piling in right. trying to go when the, oh, it's open to the public. Right, so right, it's a yeah. special day. You know, yeah. so it would be great you if, know, if you guys that, could go. If we did oh. that, we'd have to have our, some T-shirts made up for where, where we are. For our right, podcast. the podcast. Yeah, Absolutely. Exactly. I just hope that even in the COVID era, you know, that they're going to open it up. That's the part that's up in the air still. And that's why probably yet so far we haven't had... You know the preseason games even Posted. times that posted right, and announced, yeah. and so don't know, get too excited there. Right? Well, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, gotcha. we got to yeah, yeah, we have to kind of look at it that way. So. Right. Yeah. It is weird because the the Pittsburgh uh, preseason game is posted on uh, August twenty first at seven thirty or whatever it is. Oh, that's good. But yeah, that's yeah. the away game. But that's the only one, though, isn't right. it? Right. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. three preseason games and two at home, and they're not giving us the information because well we know why so uh it's too bad uh so it'd be a fun time we gotta do it oh that man, would be, be awesome that would be yeah. awesome if, if they let us in yeah if we can't uh, do it this year we gotta do it next year for sure yeah we'll, we'll do it <coughs> that'd be fun thanks, thanks right yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll take you up on that hell yeah we will <laughs> <laughs> uh shoot what else uh i had something but it, it slipped my mind um Oh, let's see here. Um, oh, what, what was it? Oh, um, during, <laughs> oh we were going to no, do the during schedule. The, during the pro, oh, yeah. We're we going to run through the schedule real we quick. Could. Yeah, yeah, let's, yeah, yeah just like pull a, it up oh, there on your, yeah, your uh, notebook, Randy. Is, There's and, uh, the schedule right here. Okay. So you, you got, got the 49ers. Five and a half. Right? You got yeah. the 49ers. Okay, so the, the big question is, will Trey Lance be the starter or will it be Garoppolo? It will be Garoppolo. I believe it will be think. Garoppolo. Rich? Excuse me, I was swallowing. Um, yeah, that should be, it should be Garoppolo. I'd 
Tom, what about you? You you going with Garoppolo? I I think so to start. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I I think Detroit's going to be so fired up for that game. I I, I would hate to be Jimmy Garoppolo. I really would. <laughs> Newfound pass rush. Yes, exactly. Well, I don't know about a pass rush, but I think that if, the, if they allow everybody to come in the building, that that, that place is just going to be, you know, completely. So speaking of quarterbacks, uh, who's quarterback in Green Bay week two? <laughs> right? So okay. A lot of drama there. Right. Okay, week three. Who we got week three? Uh, uh Baltimore, don't Baltimore, we? Baltimore. Yeah. Well, we know yeah. who that QB is. Um, yeah, they'll probably kill us. Uh, week four. Well, that wait, wait, wait. <laughs> oh, wait. sorry. Okay, that's okay. I'm that, just that, through. I know yeah. we need to. We need to. That is a to me. Baltimore Ravens are a rebuilding team. I mean, I think they're obviously still a quality team. Good draft. And, and maybe good draft. They so did, and they always do. They and, did but, lose a lot of players though. Yeah. This year they and, did. And they but that division really is up for grabs. They're, they're uh, and very, the Browns are probably if you ask me, I, I, I think the Browns are gonna win that division. Oh I, we're, we're not gonna beat the Browns this year. No. No, I think right. I think the Browns are they got everything covered. They they are in every facet. What's the the next game? Uh, after Cleveland where, where oh, No, that, that's what Chicago. We got you got you got you know, San Francisco, Green Bay, Baltimore, Chicago, Chicago. and Minnesota. Who's 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 QBing for Chicago? Probably <laughs> Andy Foles Dalton. Still. Andy Dalton. Yeah. You're yeah. Dal Dalton, sorry. Yeah. yeah. So Dalton. Yeah. So and then up you, in the air. but that is up in the air yeah. because Justin Fields. Yeah, because that very is, well could be already in. You never is, know. They, that is the fourth game of the season, so he yeah. could be you know yeah. there by if there. he's NFL you know, ready, like they say. Yeah, should it, be it depends on camp. With that one, yeah. okay, yeah, that's true, game. true. Uh, the next team is Minnesota, another Minnesota. divisional rival. Right. I think we. They I, drafted Kellen Mond, our favorite, yeah. a favorite. Uh, yeah, and, and I tell you what, the Minnesota, yet, Minnesota has worried me more than Green Bay the last two years, and, and I, I don't, I think, I think we, I think, whether or not Rodgers comes back, I think with Green Bay, I think, I think we, we beat them anyway because they are just so. It's such a weird place. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think yeah, Cousins, Cousins, is, Cousins is still the quarterback. And, right, yeah. yeah uh, so, I so I worry more. So I think, they I think had a pretty good draft, too. I think they got a little better. Could come right down to between Detroit and Minnesota for the – but it depends on the second game yeah. with Minnesota. Cincinnati. Um, I think we can beat them. We can beat them. That's an easy game. And the Rams, I got to tell you what, there's a lot of guys that got especially, the Rams especially if Cincinnati, winning Especially if Cincinnati, uh, their left tackle and right tackle and Riley Reef, if they collapse, that would be a nice thing for uh, our defensive line. So, because we got Sewell, you know, instead of them, they should have taken Sewell. Oh, you're still at Cincinnati. Well, okay. yeah, All right. just, just to point those things out. So, and now on to the next game. Which, which is the Rams. Yes. Which is like. The most important game on the, on the freaking schedule Pretty this much. year. Yeah, yeah. I, and, and I tell you what, I see a lot of people. They got they got Detroit winning this. Not they, me. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. Not me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got Stafford going for four hundred yards or whatever the hell. Yeah. <laughs> it could very well be. You know, it depends on our secondary. Curi I think. Cur curious draft for them, but minute and a half. Just yeah. shout out some games here, Randy. I just okay. We got Philadelphia, the Pittsburgh. Uh, Those are two like kind of uh, Eagles are rebuilding. 
Pittsburgh yeah. is waning. Haven't okay. haven't won in 10, 10 games, right. nine or ten games since like fifty nine yeah. in Pittsburgh. And yeah, then, then we Keep got going. Cleveland, like we talked about before. Then we play Chicago again, and Minnesota again, back to back. And then Denver. At home. Yep, yep. yep. And then, yes, yeah. Bears on Thanksgiving again. So we go, we go out to Denver, and that would that would be a, that would be a good measuring stick because Denver is, uh, you know, they're an up and coming team as well. Yep. And then Arizona, Atlanta, and Seattle, and then we finish off with Green Bay. There you go. That is the. The, the season, that is the schedule, because, you know, we've got all year to talk about it. We don't need to go. Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll read about the talk record. About it Briefly, Atlanta would be a good road game if somebody wanted to attend a road game. Atlanta would be a, a warm that time of year. Yeah. So, Randy, at Wooden Tunes 2, we'll get your prediction later. Myself, Rich, at Piss Poor Packers, we'll do my predictions later. Tom, at Twitter Tom, we've got all off season to talk about predictions. Rocky, thanks for joining us. Absolutely. You thanks for having your, me. Uh, what's your Twitter? I don't know. <laughs> At Hockey Rocky. Hockey Rocky. Follow up Twitter, Rocky, Rocky. Go Lions. Go Lions. One pride. Go, go Lions.